Welcome to the Adventure Geeks Podcast, where we bring the imagination of our fiction into reality through nature. I am one of your hosts, Eric Fagan, and I will be joined by Ray and, and Ian. And we will be discussing topics related to our favorite geekdoms, whether it be Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, and much more. We will begin every episode with a comic of the week. So each of us will be discussing a comic that we read the previous week. And then we will dive into a main topic, which will be one part geek-related and another part nature-related. So we could be talking about a Comic-Con we went to or our uh, zombie apocalypse scenario or how the MCU is doing in the future MCU projects. Oh, and then we will talk about, as a second part, a hike we did or a ski trip that we did or a rock climbing trip we did. Anything outside, anything nature-related. And then we branch out and each of us will have our own set of episodes some bonus episodes go along with the main themes of the week and i will be doing a think tank on uh in-depth character studies so i could talk about the psychology of batman or i've talked about the psychology of harley quinn and i'll relate them to nature as well whether it be why why we hike or why we exercise or i've done another episode on meditation and i'll dive into some books that also develop a form of geekdom as well that may or may not have been on the big screen already ian has decided he will be doing his own in the near future on history because he is a history buff and history is a topic of geekdom so He'll be diving into history. And then Cap, Cap, or as you guys know him as Ray, will be doing his, will hopefully be doing his own, but he hasn't decided what he wants to do yet. So stay tuned, guys, and enjoy the Adventure Geeks podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Adventure Geeks Podcast. This is Eric. This is Ian. How are we all doing tonight? And unfortunately, Ray is not here for our special 10th episode. Yeah, we and... got to kick her in the boat a little bit for that. Yep. And we this is a very special episode for a couple reasons. We did take a long hiatus and mainly because we wanted to figure out what direction we want to go mm-hmm. in. So, with this special 10th episode, we are kind of rebooting our, our podcast episodes. We're going to be doing a different style, as well as this episode is going to be mostly... It's going to be 100... Well, 80% nature, which is going to be cool. Mm-hmm. We haven't really done a huge <laughs> segment on it. 
which is going to be views and brews. So hmm. all you craft beer lovers are going to like this episode. So to explain a little bit about our reboot, we're going to have a new style where we have a comics of the week so each of us are going to talk about a comic we read the previous week not too in depth about it then we'll go into our main topic for the comic side or the the nerd side which is going to be mostly movie tv video game Mm -hmm. not so not so much news item but just like a topic we're going to discuss and then our part two will be nature which can range from anywhere between hiking to rock climbing to skiing probably more skiing now because we're getting closer to the, the winter ski season. season yeah winter season and then That's my area yeah so today we are talking views and brews um we got some lovely last of the mohicans soundtrack going on in the background so if you guys hear music that's where it's from and this is kind of an ironic episode because because we're in sober october mm-hmm. We are not allowed to drink, so this is kind of a tease. <laughs> uh, tease and denial, yes. Yes. I mean, of it's course. worth it, though. So, kind of to start off... Just count down the days to November 1st. Yes. So, comics this this week, well, from last week. You want to you wanna start, Ian? Yeah, sure. All right, guys. So, the comic I'm going to talk about I got last week was Superman Volume 1, Issue Number 3 by Frank Miller and John Romita Jr., which I th- mentioned I would talk about. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's the year one black label. Year one, yes, year one black label. So basically, I'll just do a quick recap. It um, involves Superman meeting and saving Lois Lane for the first time, where she's in a submarine, apparently. Like, she's the only reporter I know that travels in a submarine. Yeah, that was, that was a bit odd. I was reading that, I was like, why is Lois... Yeah. I didn't think it was Lois at first. I thought it was just like... Some random, like, military... Navy, military Navy person. lady, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, huh. Since when does Lois Lane travel in a submarine? But, yep. we digress. Anyway, so, he saves her. There's a Superman thing. It's like, huh, she's really pretty. And then he decides he's going to, um... He needs to find a place to... I don't know, I guess, make his, uh... Not make it make his bones like he's got to find a place to settle. And he... Yeah, I think the main the main thing I think I don't remember what page it was, but he says, I mean, I guess I need to make a secret identity for yeah. Superman. And he went to college too for me to, to be a journalist. Right, and yeah, and that was after he was already in the military. Yeah. So, book one and two was him going into the military. Well, him growing up in in what Smallville. Kansas? Yeah, Smallville. Smallville yep. And then book two focused really on the military and his, he had like a, an Atlantis girlfriend, which was odd because it was focused on Poseidon and his daughter. Yeah. But like the, the thing for me that they don't mention her at all, you see like two short panels of, um, yeah. And volume this, three, they don't yeah show her at all. So there's like, there's like a time gap and they really don't explain the time gap. Yeah, and and he was in Atlantis, and there was no sign of Aquaman, which was odd. I think it was a different Atlantis. Yeah, maybe, I don't know because it's the same universe. Because later on in in Volume Three, what we're talking about right now, they they include Batman and Wonder Woman, so the Justice League are a thing. Maybe it's that's the uh, Aquaman is the upside in Atlantis, and besides the downside of Atlantis, there's two sides every Atlantis. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if, could if, be. 
anybody who's a Spaceball fan would have gotten that reference. <laughs> I, I have, you know, I haven't, I haven't actually you ever seen, seen Spaceballs. No, I have not. I'll get on that. My God, man, what's wrong let's, with you? Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's not get in too much of a tangent, but it, it was. I, I enjoyed it, and I'm not a huge Superman fan. As you've told me plenty of times. Yeah, uh, yeah he goes to Metropolis, you know, defeat, you know, saves the city, meets Lex Luthor, meets Batman and Wonder Woman, a different take on it. Kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Dawn of Justice, the way him and Batman yeah. started fighting. Definitely a Dawn of Justice and Batman versus Superman yep. vibes. It was interesting because Superman in year one is kind of recruited by Luthor. Le- Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. To combat Batman because Luther labels him as an agent of chaos that needs to be... He's dangerous. Yeah, that is dangerous and needs to be put down. So he sends Superman to go find him. Meanwhile, he's he's in cahoots with Joker to do some something with drugs to kind of control the world. Which Batman easily foils. Yeah, which... Yeah, I'm not... So, and that's, then... the fucking Batman. <laughs> and then... Superman and Batman have kind of a fight, and it's not really a fight because it's it basically consists of Batman trying to punch the shit out of Superman, and this is before they find out that Superman is weak to kryptonite because yeah, the the weakness hasn't been introduced yet. Yeah, I was gonna mention a kryptonite or magic. In yeah, Batman basically tries to beat the shit out of Superman until Wonder Woman gets in, comes out of nowhere. May I add? Wonder Woman comes in and stops Batman and basically says, look, we need to be on the same side here for justice and truth. Yes, and uh, there was a scene where Luthor is mentioning there's another evil out that's that's destroyed, not Krypton, but has taken, has encapsulated one of Krypton City's Kandor, which, you guys, you saw my Brainiac? Yep. Like, studying him, so... Clark's all like, I must save my, my fellow Kryptonians. I must save my um, my fellow... um Yeah, my fellow... Yeah, Kryptonians, I'm sorry. <laughs> my fellow Americans. My fellow, <laughs> my fellow Americans. God bless America. <laughs> um, and I believe the last panel literally has Superman in space and then the face of Brainiac in the yeah, background. Which I'm hoping... If, please tell me there's an issue uh, for. I, I, I'm not sure. I'd, I'd have to look it up. I'm pretty sure there's either... Was it a three or was it a four issue? I was thinking it was either five or six. Hold okay. on. Could Keep be... talking. Because if they did that and they could bring Supergirl into the mix, I'd be very happy with uh, with Frank Miller. See, I think um, the focus of this series is just geared towards his origin. Yeah. I don't think they would introduce another, his cousin, until... You don't like think a, so? I don't think so. If if they have like a... Supergirl year one. Or it, or even if they have like a black label series where it's like the Justice League year one, then they'll they could. So yeah. like they could have a, a Justice League year one and just have Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman the Trinity and have yeah. their own year one for the Justice League. That'd be cool. Well, the, have they had a Wonder Woman year one? Because Miller did Batman year one a few years back. There was supposed to be a Wonder Woman black label, but I don't know what happened to it. I, I didn't see it on the shelves, at at least yeah. with um, at Newberry anyway. Does that be cool? I mean, they got um, you know the new release of the new Wonder Woman movie out. Yeah. Or origin movie. Yeah, n- yeah, and Wonder Woman comes out with another movie next year. Mm. It's a good time to be Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's uh, eighty four, right? 
Eight, Wonder Woman 84. Wonder Woman yes. 84. Yeah. And it's got Cheetah as the, the villain, I'm yep. pretty sure. And it's got Gal Gadot as uh, Diana. Yep. She's a good Wonder Woman. She is. I think she's like the best incarnation of her. Besides, um, oh, who played her? Oh my god, I, I'm blanking Wait, on her back name. In, back in the day? Yeah, I'm, oh my god, I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> I'm so sorry, that was bad. It's alright. Um, I'm uh, I'm not fine. I'm not figuring out um, how many issues that's supposed to be, but I'm gonna assume that it's either five or six. Okay, is what I'm gonna guess because a lot most of the the black label titles go for six. Well, that'd be cool because it's a big tease at the end with Brainiac. Like, yeah. go, if they go bring him into the mix, that'd be great. And he goes off to beat Brainiac by him by himself. May I mention? Yes, because he's like, I can take him. You guys can stay here, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh. One thing I was a little, not confused, but like shocked after Clark gives a kiss to Diana on the forehead. She's yeah. crying like, oh, he's going away. I'm like, you, you guys just met. like. Yeah, it, it was confusing because like you were saying, it's the first time Wonder Woman and Superman met and she's kissing him on the cheek. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But so... Uh, We'll see. Maybe if there's an issue for that, I'll clarify that. Yeah. Um, overall, dude, I, I liked it. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Superman fan, so any good line of his, I'll read. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think it was interesting the way yeah. they've done his origin so far. I, I do enjoy Frank Miller as well, even though Frank's got a... I, I've noticed in his comics he has a strange um, fascination with some of his female uh, female characters. Yeah. Not in a good way, which, Frank, we, we need to talk. We need to have a beer and talk about what's about that. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that's my, that was my take on Superman. So, any, any thoughts so, on that? So, um, it might have actually ended with three for Superman Year One. Yep. Because I'm looking at the upcoming titles mm-hmm. for the Black Label, and there's not another Year One for Superman. Oh, okay. So, I think it ends with three, um... Wonder Woman is getting one, but it's not coming out until December. December Sweet. December 18th, 2019. It's called Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Mm-hmm. And it's being done by Daniel Warren Johnson. Nice. So Wonder Woman is getting one. Well, that'd be cool, dude. I like that. Yeah. I'll I'll be get I'll probably yeah. get that one. Um there's a bunch of other ones that I haven't even heard of that they're doing, but um, I, I'm iffy. There's one called Last God, and I haven't... Oh, it doesn't come out until October 30th. Right. Another one coming out is Joker Killer Smile. Again, I don't know if I'll get that, because there's been too many Joker stories recently. Especially the one that came out in the movies. Yeah. There's The Question, The Death of Vic, Sat, uh, Vic Sage, which I'm probably going to pick up coming out in November. The question is good. The Dark Knight Returns, The Golden Child. Only one issue, December 11th. Hmm. Then Wonder Woman Dead Earth comes out December 18th, 2019. And then they're doing Birds of Prey probably in time for the movie. Um, not one issue, January 25th, 2020. I like that. And then you have the continuation of Joker, Harley, Cr- Criminal, uh, Criminal Sanity, Harleen, Curse of the White Knight, and Last Night on Earth. Oh, good, because I want to finish Last Night on Earth. I think they have one more issue The left. third one comes out in November. Nice. Oh, uh, w- yeah. w- one thing I did want to mention before we, I, I wrapped up with Superman, uh, it, it does involve a panel with Superman saving a mother and her children from their abusive hus- 
or the abusive husband and yeah. father. Uh, I like how they included that because, you know, still today, domestic violence is a it's still a prevalent yeah, problem. It is a problem. Yeah, so, if, you know, anyone who's going through that, please, you know. Yeah, get, yeah, get involved. Get involved, yeah. For the word, and I think that's just textbook Frank Miller too, because he did a lot of that with um, Dark Knight Returns. Yes, yes, he did. There's a lot of stuff with that involved, not at the forefront, but kind of in the background happening. But that's what makes it real to me. <laughs> yeah. So my moving on to my pick of the week, I'm gonna be talking about. I'll probably talk about one and two. Uh, mm-hmm. The Spider, the new Spider-Man title done by J.J. Abrams, his son Henry Abrams. And Sarah Pacelli is doing the art. Ooh, nice. And there's some new stuff with it that's good, and some of it that I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know if I like it. So the the basic premise of it is the first one introduces this ro- kind of robotic... Necromancer? Necromancer-type deal named Cadaverous, where it's almost like he's Iron Man because there's a old guy in the, the big ass machine type thing maybe he's the villain that died a few years ago and came back to life yeah and then that's my theory and then he has like this army of robotic aliens basically cause it looks like alien from the James Cameron movies mm-hmm. cause the head's even kinda elongated but they're machine instead of physical alien and they don't spit acid from blood though no they don't <laughs> and they they don't even show him in a whole lot of panels because it concludes like two or three pages in with cadaverous killing off Mary Jane, which I did not see coming. That he was stabs a, that was her a and kills her. And then the rest of most of the rest of the the issues, even into two, focuses on his son. Um, Peter ends up having a son with Mary. Well, he had a son. Before, I'm gonna assume he had a son. With prior to Mary prior Jane to dying. Mary Jane dying, that, and that would be logical. <laughs> Peter kind of falls off the grid, and it, Aunt May takes care of his son, whose name is Ben. Ben, ben yeah, Parker. Ben, ben after Parker. Ben Come Parker. <laughs> Sorry, um, brain fart here. Yeah, huge one, and I don't even know what Peter's off doing. He's just not at home, and he is missing an arm, too. He has so, got, like, a prosthetic limb for still, an arm. He's still a photographer. Okay, so I didn't pick up that. Um, and then, I don't... And because he was the son of Peter, he has spider abilities. Yep. So he ends up, like... I forgot the specific panel, but he ends up on the ceiling. Aunt May catches his uh, Peter's son on the ceiling, and he's like, okay... Let me explain to you. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on to say that his father is sp- was Spider-Man because he's retired as Spider-Man yep. currently. Um, and then in the second issue, it... Sorry, spoilers for you because you haven't read it yet. Um, Go ahead and plug my ears. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Cadaverous wakes up from like this... This... Amne- uh, what is it called? hibernation and realizes spider-man's back and maybe he needs to do something about it and then (laughs) at the end of the second issue peter catches him in the spider-man outfit and it's kind of it's kind of cool because it's almost a mirror of peter's life back in the origin i just don't need see a need for it 
I know what they were trying to do. They were tr- Henry mm-hmm. Adams and his father were doing basically a father son story as if they were Spider Man. That's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. And JJ is Peter, and his son Henry is Ben. I was thinking uh, JJ was gonna be Aunt May. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. That he'd be a weird looking fucking Aunt May. Um, <laughs> so it's. The villain's cool. They just haven't done a whole lot with him. I think it's a a new villain that is is this should be the center of the new story, but is not. It's a darker villain, though. He's a very darker villain because I believe it. It's not at the forefront, but it's kind of suggested that Cadaverous killed the Avengers too. So the superheroes are kind of like no more. They're kind of in hiding, and then. At the same time, Cadaverous is kind of in hibernation mode. So this mm. is like a badass villain that isn't given enough of the limelight because you really kind of don't know how he managed to kill off all the yeah. Avengers and stuff and where he came from. Was there any... Did Abrams release any comics before the Spider-Man run? No, this is this is his premiere. So this premiere. is like totally new... Totally new, totally new. This is his first comic line. Okay. His son's first comic line, but obviously Sarah Pacelli does other work, so she mm-hmm. it's not her first line. But, I mean, it's good so far. I hope that they center more on the villain, because you still have no idea. I think it's too soon to introduce another Spider-Man, though. You think so? Yeah, because you just had Miles Morales that took off, and you don't want to create another, albeit not really unique Spider-Man, because it's basically... Peter as a kid, yeah. but it's his son. It's it's the same concept. Spider Verse, dude. Yeah, but if you look at the other Spider Men in the Spider Verse, they're mm-hmm. all different than Peter. Like Miles has a different background completely, and has a different power because he has the electricity. Right, and can and then you have disappear. like Spider Man Noir, which is a different time period. Mm-hmm. You have Spider Ham, who's a pig, and then the robot. I don't even remember what the Spider Man robot was. What the the little Chinese chick. Oh, Penny Parker? Yeah, she had Penny a second edit going to uh Yeah, there you go. Spider Man. You so, don't remember this man? I remember everything. I <laughs> You're showing me up, but <laughs> I don't know, it's not the only creative difference in this new line is the villain. So um, unless they like change because they it almost it goes in the second issue where they almost merge Miles' story with Peter's. Because uh, Ben Parker ends up meeting this, like, almost emo chick that's Faye, yeah. who's into graffiti and stuff and introduces Ben to graffiti as a way of, like, rebelling against problems. Expression, yeah. So And then they get in trouble and whatnot. So it's just, like, this kind of borrows from both Peter's and Miles' backstory, which for me is not different and unique enough i don't think it's necessary maybe not but spoilers uh ben better take fate of the prom yeah exactly right there (laughs) uh, like i said the the villains the highlight they just need to show them more Mm -hmm. more panels so that's my comic of the week spider-man number one and two by abrams the abrams duo and sarah pacelli the abrams verse i wouldn't be surprised if it turned into that (laughs) Uh, I would like to see him write a Spider-Man movie, though. That'd be cool. 
maybe give him the the third movie in the Spider-Man MCU. Not too many lens flares, the lens flare those, right? Yeah. And no Star Wars, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he good. he doesn't do bad with Star Wars, but it's not again, he doesn't do a whole lot of different stuff with Star Wars either. I don't know. Maybe he can mix Star Wars, Spider-Man, and uh, Star Trek. Maybe we can have Chris Pine coming in as Captain Kirk and, you know, doing his... Uh... There would be an uproar. You think there'd be an uproar? Yes. Hey, I, I'm all about crossing multi- about crossing uh, universes. Yeah, maybe you, but Star Trekkies <laughs> were so butthurt when they found out he was doing Star Wars. Well, well you... okay, I'm a Trekkie too. I'm going to tell you right now. Guys, it's the movies. He's got to do it to make, make money, all right? Yeah, so He's expressing his creative ability, too, which yeah. I'm all for. Hey, hey, trust me, man. Abrams, a lot of truckers were mad or angry with Abrams when he released uh, the reboot of Star Trek. Yeah. He's not the Star Trek I grew up with. I'm like, guys, I, I grew up I, with the change. Yeah. I, I you, you can like both. It's okay. I like both. <laughs> I encourage creative differences. Yes. And creativity. Creativity is key. All right, so... Views and brews, going into our main topic today. That's and that's. <laughs> um, but first, it's we're, we we thought of doing this. Well, I thought of doing this kind of uh, as like a recap of Sober October two, mm-hmm. because uh, I know. Update. Yeah, we'll 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 combine this with the Sober October update. I have me personally. This is Eric, obviously. Um, I have forty five miles left. Mm-hmm. I can. I, I have. To, I'm gonna test myself tonight for pull-ups, but I'm pretty sure I'm at ten consistent pull-ups, so I'm about halfway there. Nice. I have not had any alcohol yet, though. The interesting thing about about this, and this goes with the f- no fried foods too. Mm-hmm. I have had cravings. Yes, cravings. A few of them, which was weird, and soda cravings too, because I'm not doing soda either. Though I did unexpectedly violate the no fried foods thing because i How went do you unexpectedly violate no fried foods well when i make chicken because we went to the cheesecake factory okay and i got chicken parm yep when i make chicken parm it's baked in the oven oh and when i went and ordered it and it and it was there they were they were um kirsten was like you know that's fried right and i'm like shit i forgot that some people pan sear it i mean pan, pan fry it so i was like you know eric they usually put the, the, the put it in the description if it's fried or not well the the problem is is the description it was um at cheesecake factory they do this weird thing where it's a chicken parmesan style pizza mm-hmm. so it's a a big disc of chicken parmesan with uh-huh, pasta in the middle uh-huh. But it didn't say in the description that it was fried. Okay, you know I'm hearing excuse, excuse, excuse. So I I have one strike. That's <laughs> uh, all right. Um, for my updates, yeah, I haven't had any beer since um, you know first of October. Um, I don't think it's cheating because I had a couple of non-alcoholic beers. Look, I mean it's yeah. not it's. It's non-alcoholic, that's all that matters. It's non-alcoholic, yeah. It tastes very weird, by the way. I'm sure it does, Yeah, it's not real beer. It's not real, it's like, <laughs> it's fake beer. Any, anything to get by. <laughs> you, were you suffering with Charles, was that it? No, I was fine, and then, you know, my, my, you know, my brother's like, yeah, bro, you, you seem down, like, you could use a, a six-pack. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll do this, it's not beer, but, you know, I'll do that. See, what's been getting me mm-hmm. 
is the fall, especially in New England. So yeah. those of you who are outside of New England listening, mm-hmm. it's like the perfect time of year. It's the perfect time of year for not only foliage and the cool weather, but Oktoberfest is huge yes. up here. And I get cravings for either a, like, not so much a pumpkin beer, but like an Oktoberfest beer, or a hard cider, and to sit outside and enjoy the cool weather. Okay, Eric, I'm going to tell you right now, if, if, you, if you told me that you enjoy a good pumpkin spice beer, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> I've I've had a couple pumpkin beers that were good though. Shipyard does a very good one. I'll take your word for it. It's and it's not girly. It's it's not. So there was no Ugg boots or uh, no. Han, Han Soloing. No, no, it was not. Oh my god! Were you basic? Oh my god! Actually, you did this? actually, you missed it because when <laughs> me and Ray ended up um, doing our little music and beer night before Sober October started. Yep. I made that drink that I was talking about, huh. where you take a shipyard. Uh, Oktoberfest beer. Yep. Put it in a in a cup. Yeah. Well, for let me back up. You take a beer glass. Mm-hmm. You roll it in caramel, and you and you roll it in cinnamon sugar, and that's your garnish on the top. Then oh, you okay. take the shipyard beer, pour it in. And then you take a shot of vanilla vodka, and it is so good. It almost is better than hot buttered rum for the mm. the fall winter time. Rum is good. Though when I had Ray over and we were just chilling, mm-hmm. I didn't have the vanilla rum, so I had to put um, what did I put? I put rum in, like a uh, Captain Morgan, which kinda it works, so, but it doesn't. Like the spicy rum. It's not really. It, I should have done a spicier rum because it would have fit better. Because pumpkin spice would have worked. Mm-hmm. But it, dun, 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 it, dun, dun, it, 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 I don't know. It just didn't really work. The caramel and the sh- the cinnamon sugar with it was pretty good though. <laughs> but I think that's what's been getting my cravings. Like it is the perfect time of year for like the beer that we like and the craft beer. It's. It is. I like to consider the fall time as craft beer season. It makes it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, dude. Today, like last week, and I felt it really bad coming down for my hike, getting home, and I'm like. <sighs> so much there's so much beer in the fridge and yep. i gotta take a water or i gotta take a green tea i am gonna briefly mention like my running goals and stuff because it it while it's been very difficult because i'll outdo myself and i'll have to sit and rest a couple days mm-hmm. meanwhile in the back of my mind i'm like now i have lesser days to complete the 100 miles so i have to mm-hmm. compensate other days so if you rest you're doing more mileage the next day I will say that consistently running has been helping my mindset a lot. And I've been like surprisingly getting better without even noticing it. Huh. Like I did a five mile run the other day and every single one of my miles was under nine minutes, which oh, sure. I think was, it's a significant improvement for me because I've been doing like five to 10 miles and after like mile three or mile, mile three or mile four, I'll easily go to 9 30 10 mm-hmm. even 11 sometimes and it's not like i've been mostly running inside either i've been doing different routes outside hey, you took me one of those routes yeah and it it has given me an even greater appreciation for running outside because new england is perfect to run outside in the fall like 
all the foliage and mm -hmm. everything, the the crisp air smell and everything. It's gunfire. Well, not so much gunfire. Not not where we are, but <laughs> it's it's perfect running weather. And the hills help make it interesting, but the hills are alive with the sound yeah, so the, of music. Kind of. That's my recap. I've been while I've been having cravings. Mm -hmm. I've been noticing that my stamina is getting a lot better and my mindset's getting better. Because as far as luck with jobs go, I still haven't had any luck, and it's kind of downing. Sorry, dude, my job kind of my job sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but the running helps like numb that pain and like make me forget about it for a while. And I mentioned it in my meditation podcast last week, but running's kind of a really good way of meditating too, clearing your mind and letting you think and mm -hmm. saying, you know, fuck my problems for an hour. Mm -hmm. Let me let me focus on the physical pain in my legs. Yes. Let me finish. <laughs> yeah, so that's my recap. It's a good recap. Um, my other side, like no sweets. Uh, been pretty successful. No desserts for like the last uh, three weeks. Like no cookies or anything. And that's very hard because we, we have like a freaking house full of cookies. Yeah. And sweets. Uh, I'll do take, I'll, I'll do, I will take one strike on me though. I did uh, have a, had an apple cider donut. Wednesday, oh, you eat it because you didn't know junk food, right? I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't like no sweets. So it was like on the fence. Like, is it breakfast? If it's yeah. breakfast food, does it count? And yeah. what sucks about that is this is really the only time of year you can get an apple cider donut. Yeah. Because they're so good. Mm -hmm. I get that. I couldn't do baked goods. Yeah, so that's one struggle against me. And uh, as long as you don't hit three, it's fine. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we got, uh, what do we got? Seven more, eight more days. How how are have you noticed anything with your stamina yet? Because uh, I know you've been you've been exercising more than normal too, right? A little bit. I haven't. I'm holding back on the running just because I don't know. My foot's still bothering me. Gotcha. Like, like guys, I got like some. I got some issues with my heel heel pain, so I'm trying to hold off for like a week or two, see if that does anything gotcha. for it. I mean, that makes sense. You don't want to overdo it and have a permanent I injury. Yeah, I don't want. I hope I don't have a permanent injury. Yeah. Um, you know, otherwise I feel okay, you know, yeah. I feel, weight's, weight hasn't gone down, which is kind of getting up my nerves. See, like, I, yeah, I need, I need to, I need to, um, weigh myself, because I haven't weighed myself. Mm -hmm. I know I started at 180, so I don't know. I wish I was if, 180. <laughs> I don't know if I've lost anything or not. I would assume that hopefully I would, but, um, you never know. Because I, along with my exercise, I've been eating a lot better too. Like, I don't feel any grossness with what I'm eating now because I've been eating a lot better. But do you eat your vegetables? Occasionally, yeah. Occasionally? Smartass, yeah. When the hell has happened? This month. This month? Yeah. I've been trying to get more vegetables in, so... My God! Eh. You really are trying... You're out turning a new leaf. Yeah. But going back to the little beer thing, it does suck because... And this is how we're going to tie this in. Mm -hmm. I have had a tradition for the past four or five years... Mm -hmm. Where every, yeah, the, so every hike that I do, whoever's with me, we go to a brewery that's in the area. So instead of bringing beer with us, we enjoy the hike sober, mm -hmm. enjoy the time at the top, and then we check out a local brewery that's near the mountain. Then we drink. Yeah, and then we drink, and we re it's a good way to recap the hike and everything. 
That is unless we do a multi-day hike. Mm -hmm. If we do a multi-day hike, we bring beer with us because you have to hike camp, hike camp. So there's you're not going to hike to a brewery because that's going to add on like 15 more miles. Yeah, I I haven't gone one of those yet, dude. Yeah, I've only done it a couple times, so I'm still pretty new to it. But (laughs) um, I can start with a, a one of one of the ones that we went to. Well, th- I didn't really go to this one right after the mm-hmm. hike, but if you do Sleeping Giant, mm-hmm. there is a couple of ones that you can do that's Sleeping, Sleeping Giant's and... Um... Yeah, Sleeping Giant is the one that me, Ian, and Ray did a couple weeks ago. It's located in... It's in New Haven? It's in New the New Haven. Haven. Yeah, it's right outside of New Haven. Oh, it's right next to Goodwin College. Well, it's, it's also next to um, Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac, oh, Quinnipiac, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Quinnipiac's across the street. But, the uh, but I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. Short hike, but, like, if you drive into New Haven, it's like 10, 15 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. There is a place called Bar that is also a brewery, has very good beer, very good pizza. It's right on, it's right in the middle of this the city, right next to um, Yale. Nice. It's like kind of a. It's at. It was actually rated as having one of the best pizzas in in Connecticut. It's like <laughs> number three, behind obviously Pepe's and Sally's and um, what was the other one? Uh, pizza Hut. No, it's not fucking Pizza Hut. Everyone loves Pizza Hut. That's the sh- maybe the top of like the shit list of, <laughs> of pizza. It's good, but it's. Not near. It's on a lower tier than than this pizza. How about the first and last? You've been there. The first and last. No. First and last tavern. It was it was one in Avon, Connecticut. They had the best uh, deep dish pizza around in Connecticut. Hmm. It's all pricey, I, I'd be, so I'd be down for deep dish. I'll have to try that out one of these days. I'll have to compare it because I had I've had Giordano's in mm. Chicago, and that that's like the staple of deep dish. So well, I haven't been to Chicago yet, man. So. I was in there briefly, so. Next, next time, could you bring back a bring a pie a pie bag for us? If you yeah go. yeah I'd, I'd do that I'd do that <laughs> if I was in in Chicago again. Um, but yeah, uh, bars good bars a solid choice for the New Haven area to couple with uh, Sleeping Giant and again Sleeping mm-hmm. Giant's good for rookie hikers. So there, there's your Sunday afternoon, yep. perfect Sunday afternoon thing if you're not watching football. Football's very popular though. Yeah, I know. Beautiful um, football. You, you have one that you want to talk about? We talk about breweries or uh, start with breweries or uh, mountains right now, dude. You can you can talk about like a brewery okay. and then pair it with the mountain that it's close to. Right. You don't you don't have to have it um have right. done them both in the same day. All right. Well, actually, I was thinking of the Granite Brewery in Troy, New Hampshire. Oh, uh, Granite Roots. Yeah, Granite Roots. I actually have the glass. Nice. Right here. I think, who still, did I buy a glass? I don't know if I did. I don't know, but that that's also one of my things, too. Every mm-hmm. brewery I go to, I yes. buy a glass and a beer from there to take home. Yep. And I just buy the beer. But like I got plenty of glasses at home. But, um, yeah, so this brewery, it's the Granite Roots Brewery off of, I think it's 244 Main Street in Troy, New Hampshire. Ooh, yeah. nice. It is in relation to Mount Monadnack, which is the tallest peak in southern New Hampshire. 
Yep. It's not the tallest in New Hampshire, but like in the southern New yep. Hampshire. And it's it's near Gap Mountain too, which is where me, you, Megan, and Axel and Kyle. Kyle did that one time. Yep. And didn't we go to Granite Roots? Right. That was the time we did go to Granite Roots. We did actually. I, th- I picked that one because th- wasn't that like our first official outing together. Yes. All the three of us. I think so. Yeah. 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 We um, my first winter hike that was fun. Uh. It was Saturday afternoon, and, like, the weather was was crap, yeah. but we went anyway. It was in February, too. And the funny part is, I believe Gap is technically in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and you can see Monadnock mm-hmm. from... Um, on a clear day. Yeah, on a clear day from Gap, and Monadnock is in New Hampshire. Yep. And Granite Roots is also in New Hampshire. <laughs> so we were, like, right on the edge of... of Massachusetts and New Hampshire when we were hiking it. Yeah, that, that was a fun time for me, dude. Yeah. And both Gap and Monadnock are really not that bad. No. They're very... Um, I've done Monadnock three times. Three? No, that's false. No, yeah, three times. Hmm. And it all, it's only like three miles, I think, to the top. It's not bad. And, and that goes with Gap, too, which is even smaller. Both of them are between the three to five mile range. I think Gap took us like 45 minutes to get to the top. Yeah, and that was with snow. Like, there was snow on the ground, too. So, yeah. it, even with snowy conditions. Yep. It might That might have been a two-mile hike. I'm, I'm, something is telling me that Gap Mountain was two miles. Couldn't, I, couldn't tell you the trail, though, because I don't... It was too far back. All I remember is going to that diner afterwards, and you insisted on having chocolate milk with your dinner. Yep. <laughs> I did. I was. I, I love having my chocolate milk. But gr- Granite Roots is good. Granite Roots is... It was basically like a little wooden shack off, yeah. off the main road. It's like a little hole in the wall. Yeah, you walk in, very rustic feeling. Yep. Uh, there's three tables. Mm-hmm. And they decorate the top. I remember they decorate the top, like, of the uh, the place with, like, beer cans that they've sold. And other <laughs> local breweries. So they're advertising for others. And I remember the highlight, the highlight beer for me, and I have the bottle sitting neck right here, was their Java Roots Coffee Stout. I'm a big dark beer guy, so this one stood out to me. Dark beer is good. I'm more of an IPA fan myself. Yeah. Um, what beer did... I don't know. I'm very bad with names of the IPAs. If it's the hot beer for me, the better it is. Yeah, I'm I'm more of the coffee stout guy. I like the dark darker the better because I'm not really a fan of hops. Well, you like dark beer because it goes with your dark soul. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and I like the chocolatey coffee taste. Mm-hmm. So, actually, if you went during the summer, they actually have a little venue out in the back, little uh, bandstand. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, yeah. Remember the day we we both of us went up to Monadnock in two different two different times. You went with Kyle, and mm-hmm. I I went up separately. Oh yeah, and I, we you I, apparently I, saw me at the top. I tried I waving to you. You guys didn't. I'm yeah, like, me, fuck, dude. Yeah, both me and Kyle just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> didn't notice you at all. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I and then and then I went with Christina a third time, and it was Manadnock was weird on on that day because it was like in the beginning of summer. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, there wasn't any leaves on the trees near the top. Really? So you got to the top, and it was, there was like a dead zone of bare trees, and then 
he had like green after that. So huh. there was literally like a dead zone where we were, and then like a couple hundred feet off, that is weird. The leaves were in full color. So I was like, huh. Sign of the times. It's, it's uh, yeah. climate change, global warming. Monadnock is very popular though. I've I found that out. I found that it can be a little touristy. Yeah, I heard. I didn't realize it was touristy until the set second time I went. I was like, wow, there's there's a stupid amount of people here, and the parking lot is huge. And I was like, huh. I've no, I've noticed that too. Cause it's I mean maybe it's because it's not that hard that a lot of people do it. But it's probably easy access too, man. I mean, Southern Monadnock or drive another two and a half hours to get to the White Mountains. That's true. Yeah, you're a good point. Good yeah, point. You know, distance um, cut into it a little bit. Yeah. My another good one, and I I do this almost every single time I'm up there, is I do Mount Killington, whether it's mm-hmm. um, skiing or hiking. Mm-hmm. You go. It's and this is all on the same road. The, the road that you take to get into the parking lot for Killington is the road that you take. I don't remember because my, my memory he's, of roads is stupid. He's very bad with directions. Yes. So you take a left out of the parking lot. You can get up to Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. Exit Ben and Jerry's. Go back towards the mountain and down the right side. <laughs> and you will find Long Trail Brewing, which is one of my favorites. Mm, I like Long Trail. Beautiful, beautiful brewery, big on the inside, and they even have a patio area where you can, you know, see the mountains around you. Mm-hmm. It's right next to the physical long trail, so if you're really into hiking and you want to do the actual long trail, which is, it's the trail that goes through Vermont and up into Canada. I, I, I've mentioned that briefly, I've mentioned that briefly in, at JP, it's around there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's around there, right? Yeah, Long Trail North, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. sure it is. Yeah. Um, that's like a cup. I don't remember the exact mileage, but it's it's quite a bit. Because it's the entire state of Vermont and into Canada. Yep. But the brew, the Long Trail Brewery um, has food. That I We should mention that, too. So Granite Roots did not have food. Yeah, that was like the one downside to that place. Bar has food because it has pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, Long Trail does have a small menu for food so you can get like a burger if you want with your beer um the highlight beer for me and this is seasonal is they have a maple beer so they brew their i think it's their original original um brew Mm -hmm. with maple syrup and it is so good nice it's very good and along with it you can have a um it's like a maple mustard that they make too Mm -hmm. for your burger so good, so good. I'll have to go back soon. Um, Sounds like a fourteen star brewery up in. Uh, I think it's actually the base out of State Albans, Vermont. They make a maple breakfast stout, which I enjoy. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure it's fourteen star. Yeah, it's fourteen star. And I'm trying to think of the other mountains that are in that that area, because Killington's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Pico, Pico's right next door. Yeah, yeah, P- yeah. Pico's right there. And if you travel. South a little bit. I think it's on Fruit 100. You'll get to Okimo. Yep, Okimo. Yeah, because Okimo and Pico are pretty close together, too. Like a half an hour, 45 yeah, minute difference. It's, it's still not that bad, though. Yeah, and then, uh, then you got Mount Snow, which is all the way at the, at the beginning. Yep. Yep. I like Mount Snow. It's just always crowded. Yeah, no matter what time of year you go. Yeah, I'm... I'm going to stay away from Mount Snow this yeah. year for skiing. That's the problem with, like, all the southern mountains. Everyone, like, Stratton, Mount Snow... 
Um, even Okimo, Kellington, they always got they always draw big crowds. Yeah, because you don't have to drive up into the mountains that much. So exactly. I'm assuming that's why. Because even from here, we can get there in, in two hours. I can get to Mount Stone in two hours. Oh, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, it's a, you can do it in a day trip. Yeah, um, it's very easy. Yes, very, unfortunately. What else you got? Uh, Well, let's see. For a brewery, has it really... Uh, it's just It just opened up while well, i just been there. It's the Kingdom Tap Room in St. Johnsbury, Vermont. Huh. Yeah, so it's very close to where um, my family has their cottage. So I've only been there once. My brother, they had a good choice selection. They just recently opened up, I think, uh, two, three years ago. And it's part of a plan to revitalize um, downtown St. Johnsbury. If you've been down St. St. J, uh, it's a little bit run down, kind of like the typical, like, you know, former railroad mill town. So it's off of Railroad Street. Um, it's actually a very beautiful um, uh, place. You got the restaurant above, mm-hmm. and then you got the bar down below. You go down a flight of stairs, and they got a good a lot of selections. They got stuff from Germany, the UK, Belgium, uh, Canada. They have some Canadian beer. Like um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into this uh, Canadian white beer. I think it's called. Okay. It tastes very good. It's a little sparkly, but it's not bad. Um, so yeah, and you know, for me, I'm always about supporting like local uh, breweries, local yeah. uh, areas. And you get a variety of tastes, which is mainly why I do it. You do. Ooh. I, I am gonna, cause there's one near Monument Mountain too, going, mm-hmm. staying with Massachusetts in that area. Well, you gotta take us there if we actually did, uh, went to a brewery after, uh, I think we'll... Greylock. Remember Greylock? We're gonna go, we're gonna get a beer and we got down too late. Yeah, so, and this is near the race that I'm doing in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a brewery called Von Trapp Brewing in in uh, the area where Gray. Oh, it's not really near Greylock. It's near. Um, it's like sound, dude. Von Trapp, the sound of music. Yeah, but it's, it's not. It's it's a German brewery, but I no, I think it is in Mass because. Um, me, Kyle, Amanda, and Kirsten went on our way back from, I want to say, Mansfield. Mount Mansfield? Yeah, Mount Mansfield. Was that last year? Yes. Oh, you were going to Mount Mansfield, and I was at Boston Comic Con that weekend. Yeah, there you go. I remember that now. But we went, so that, in the in the area of Mansfield this is maybe 30 minutes cuz you have to go you know how stupid New Hampshire and Vermont are with roads yes it takes forever to go a short distance because you have to go around the mountains there's no straight road yes right so like a half hour away from Mount Mansfield Von Trapp Brewing mm-hmm. very big brewery old school like german like germanic european style we're talking like Viking, Viking era? A little bit, a little bit like that, but yeah. But <laughs> they have traditional, they only, they serve beer, but they also serve only traditional German food. Ooh, so what, so, what, 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 what kind of traditional food are we talking about? Wiener schnitzel mm-hmm. and, um, what was the other one? Sa- obviously sauerkraut. Um, what was the other, there was another traditional one that, traditional dish that they do. Sausage? Yes, I love German sausage. But it it was uh, it's a, it was a very specific kind of sausage. Um, it's like a blood sausage or something. 
I, 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 mm, <laughs> this is going to bother me. I'll get back to it. But the, they also have um, a lot of very good lagers. They didn't really have any um, stouts for me, but lagers and um, IPAs. Lagers are good beers. I, I enjoy a good lager once in a while. I like the heavier stuff, though. I mean, I think it's good in the in the spring and the summer. Well, I'll, like, I'll drink a lager any day in the summertime. Well, it's like you don't drink summer ale during the winter. That's true. You drink winter but, ale. <laughs> I mean, I I would consider stouts to be a more fall-winter beer, though, and I drink those all the time. And everybody drinks those all the time because freaking you have the famous one, Guinness. Yes, I love, I, I love my Guinness. So, I mean... But Eric, what about the White Claw? I I've never even it's I know it's a big thing, but I haven't actually tr- tried a tried one yet. I'm afraid I don't want to. I'm afraid what's going to happen if I take take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so that that's about, in the area of Mount Mansfield. And Mount Mansfield is it still Vermont? In case you uh, didn't say anything. Yeah, and it's it. Wait, is it? Oh yeah, duh! I'm yeah, an idiot. Yeah, tallest peak in New Hampshire. I, I, I almost said it was the tallest peak in New Hampshire, but I know that's wrong because that's Mount Washington. Well, I know you need to. It's all right. We're your friends. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but Mount Mansfield is pretty pretty nice. Um, it's a bit pricey though. That the stow area. Yeah, and even parking was kind of a pain. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, of the tall peaks in New England, I'd probably rank it. Slightly more difficult than Greylock. It's it's definitely tougher than Greylock. It's a, it's a bit steeper and it's a bit longer. I remember. Um, did you do the sunset the Sunset Ridge Trail? I think so. I think we did All that right. one. Yeah, it's on the back of the mountain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's another trail. I forget. I I tried looking up the name for it today. I I couldn't remember where, what it was. It was off of the um, ski parking lot. So me and my buddy Ethan a few years ago parked there. We climbed okay. up. Um, I got scared only in like the last eighth of a mile because you had, she, you had to climb up the, the, the boulders mm-hmm. to get up. And so on one side it was rocks and on the other side it was like a sheer drop about a hundred feet. And I was like right there. I'm like, all right, if I, if I make one misstep, I'm going to fall over. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's like the only time I've really been scared hiking. I do remember a couple of really nice spots, though, in a, um, where we climbed a little off trail mm-hmm. and there were rock outcrops mm-hmm. that overlooked the, the valley. Nice. So you can get a, a lot of cool valley pictures up there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, sorry, scratch that. The, the second, sec, one of the two times I've been scared hiking, the second time it was climbing down from Adams and realizing that I was about to, I was running out of sunlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then of course the infamous Mount Washington hike too. Oh yeah, with well, the thick fog. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that was the three of us. That was the three of us. It was my first yeah. time. Yeah. The only thing that was more dangerous <laughs> was my second time doing Katahdin. Katahdin was the most dangerous and then Washington's mm-hmm. a close second. I don't know. You did almost run into that damn moose on the way back. <laughs> yep, I do remember that. Yep. Uh, we're forgetting one of the key breweries on this list, and this is like in the smack dab of Vermont. In no, is it Vermont or is it? I always mix this up. But which brewery is it, man? I can tell you. It's the One Love Brewery. That's Lincoln, New Hampshire, dude. Lincoln, New Hampshire. Yep, One Love. 
you can get to freaking ev- any mountain in the whites from that destination yep. relatively quick. It's very close to Mount Snow. Mm-hmm. Not Mount Snow. Yes. Yes, because I Mount did. Snow, dude, snow near Mount Snow. Where did I ski? Oh, you know, that was Loon. Loon. My bad. It's right next Loon to Loon. Loon Mountain's near there. Mm-hmm. Then there's Washington. We went there after Franconia, the Franconia yep. Range. Mount Lafayette. Very nice multi storied brewery. Yes. Got a nice from uh New Hampshire feel with like the fireplace going up in it and the wood. Um it was like middle of October it was perfectly warm too in October. Yeah, and we this is one of the few breweries I've been to that has a full fucking menu. Yes. Like there is they have a a lot of beers to choose from and they have a lot of food that you can have like I remember mm-hmm. one time I went and I had freaking chicken and waffles with their <laughs> with their orange maple syrup which is cool. <laughs> uh they they ju- I can't even talk about a specific beer that I like from there because most mm-hmm. of them I've had there is good. I I, I enjoyed everything. Um and, and that- dog friendly, just side note. So I'll take my dog. I'll take my beagle with me, Sam. Yeah, you Sam could. Sam the beagle. They are dog friendly. Um, yeah, actually, that's an, it's a nice area too because if you go past Loon out in Lincoln, mm-hmm. you go on the uh, Kakamungus uh, Highway. That's like almost like eighty miles of pure like wilderness. It takes like the back way to uh, the White Mountain, to the Washington, the White Mountains. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful area. It's too. a nice that's, area. That's my favorite spot to hike. Minus Adirondacks have been. Uh, Slowly creeping up there, though, just because I've been more the past summer. Well, I haven't been to the Adirondacks yet, man, so... Yeah, I, and and that brings me to the next one, which mm-hmm. is um, Big Slide Brewery. Big Slide Brewery? It's right next to... It's in Lake Placid, New York, so mm-hmm. upstate New York. And it's right next to the Olympic Ski Jump. Huh, I'll So you damned. can see the Olympic Ski Jump from the brewery. Okay. And it's right... In the high peak region of the Adirondacks, so you can get nice. some most of the high peaks mm-hmm. relatively short distance from there. And I went after on our way home from I spent a couple days up in the Adirondacks doing a couple high peaks. Mm-hmm. Did Phelps Mountain, did Marcy, and I did Skylight. And again, those. The Adirondacks is a, a better option if you want to check off more peaks. Yeah, you can because, fire. Yeah, because White Mountains, while you can do the presidential range, it's they're more distance from each other to get all of them done. Yes, yes they are. So if you want to do see more than one peak in a day, Adirondacks is where you want to where you want to go. Actually, uh, not to change the subject, I do want to get up there soon because. Um, Cueing the music in the background, less than Mohegans, that like in the Lake George area, you got Fort William Henry and everything that was related to like you got a lot of history stuff related to the French Indian War. So if I do do that sort of podcast, mm-hmm. I could probably talk a little bit about that. So not to, not to digress, man, but go ahead. Yeah, I stole your thunder. Uh, and I mean, up there they like Connecticut foliage is good. But if you go up to the Adirondacks to see foliage, it's out of this world, mm-hmm. and it starts in freaking September mm-hmm. because it gets cold up there real fast. They pro- they have probably snow up there right now. I'm pretty sure they have a coating of snow just like up in New Hampshire already. I believe, I believe it. Jay had snow. Yeah. 
Um, but Big, Big Slide was cool. Um, they have a somewhat large menu. Mm-hmm. They f- more focus on like pizzas. Mm-hmm. So I remember I went with Kyle and Christina and we all got pizzas. Pizza's good. Pizza's good. And they have like these kind of... I don't know how to describe the lights, but it's like, it's like those, t- those fire towers that you see at like, um, treehouse, except like on the ceiling hanging down. Oh, okay. And obviously they're smaller. So the ambiance is kind of cool. And they, and they had, you can like most breweries, you can see like the, the machinery and stuff that they use to brew the beer. One, my, uh, do you have another one? Uh, oh shoot, man, for, for, um, like, beers after hiking, nah, because usually, if we went hiking breweries, it was you and me, we went. True. Because if, if it's just, if I hike by myself, I'll usually just, like, you know. Book it back home, yeah. Yeah, because, um, I mean, I don't, I don't try to, like, have a couple of beers and drive, that's True, dangerous that's, to me. Yeah, I mean, if you were going back by yourself, it's not smart. It's not. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Adams was a bad was a bad choice because <laughs> I got tell so effing late. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, one last one for me, and this is we're and again we're gonna fo- we're focusing on New England ones. Yeah, because we know that a lot of you, a lot of the listeners that we have are in the New England area, so we're gonna focus on because I on New England beers and and hikes because I could talk about Colorado too, but. Mm-hmm. The likelihood of most people just going, to going out to Colorado yeah. is is a lot less. So uh, New England is where we're gonna stay. But the last one for me, and this is Peaked Mountain in Man uh, Munson. No, this is in. Um, right. There's one in Connecticut. Oh, there is. In Hartford, Manchester area. Oh shit! Okay. I was thinking the one in Munson, Mass. Well, there, there. May, am I getting this wrong? No, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure there's a peaked mountain in, in Manchester Harbor. Okay. Um, very easy hike. It's like two miles. Um, you can see the city of Hartford if you want. You can hear the city of Hartford. You can hear the hit city of Hartford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then you can, right, like five, ten minutes away, you can go to my cousin's brewery, mm-hmm. Urban Lodge Brewing, which... I've already gone three times now. Nice. And they haven't, I've, they haven't disappointed me yet. It's a very nice building off of Main Street in Manchester. It's um, got a mural painted on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's got a patio with nice wooden uh, scaffolding and uh, little fire pits outside. And you can go inside and they have games and, <laughs> and like kind of a hipster decor on the front side with where you order the beer i i didn't notice that i was making beer before it was cool yeah right <laughs> um they've they've done huge and huge already and they've only been open a couple months i know the first couple weeks they sold out a beer so they had to close Damn. for a little while have they expanded at all since we've been there uh no uh the last time i was there was still the same but I think he he's my my cousin is trying to see about maybe getting more equipment to brew more beer. Nice. Because it's selling out. So <laughs> the way beer is brewed, it takes time to actually get it out. So um, 
he's working on that. They have live performances every weekend, so there's a little concert ven little concert area outside by the patio. Definitely, we definitely have to do a hike and then go there afterwards. Yeah, because that that's like the perfect way to spend a day. And peaked isn't bad; it's just easy. And then I have to. This isn't this isn't a uh, a brewery; it's a bar. But there was in Hadley Hadley, Mass. Oh, that little the little place next to the rocket lock, the the gym, the rock wall gym. No, this is um. It's a video game inspired bar. Really? I forgot what it was called, but you can go and they have old school video. Excuse me, old school video games. Huh? No kidding. Like Frogger and um, Galaga and um, Dig Dug. Asteroids. Asteroids. Oh, yep. Asteroids. It's a small little place right down the street from from where the rock climbing gym mm-hmm. is and you can also do mount tom mm-hmm. which is close to there which is it's more of a park than a mountain but um you can climb to the top and it has a pretty good view of mass i think i hiked mount tom a few years ago so it's only like a two mile hike yeah it's very easy i will say it's it was a little sketchy i went in like to the watchtower and it was like graffiti and stuff and i was like uh uh, that sounds like soap, soapstone mountain in uh, summers. Yeah, that used to be a really nice place. I used to go there all the time. And I think the only one never was smoking pot. Yeah, that's uh, I'm not Sketchy. going there. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going there. Um, but yeah, ho- I I want to find the name of this bar though. Don't want me guys. I'm just. Um, but you but you can get like Game of Thrones style drink. I remember getting. I think it was called Dracaris, and it was like a. Yeah, it was like fire. a bourbon, a bourbon drink where they lit some like sage on fire and then put it mm-hmm. in the glass <laughs> to make it more smoky. And then they had like a Donkey Kong one. Um, Damn, you know more about these beers than I do. Not, it, was, it was more of a mixed drink. Yeah, I'm not using mixed drinks. I like uh, I just like my beer. It, it depends on my mood. But you, you are moody. Well, sometimes I like to have a rum drink, and sometimes I want beer, so. Beer is good. Beer Here is we good. Go. Hold on. I'm getting it. Your dog is so fluffy. Yeah. My dog's chilling with us mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah, Samantha. Uh, it's funny. You know, like dogs, where you pet them, you stop petting them, and then they um, freak out. More attention. I don't want to say it's... Well, while I'm gonna go, while I'm going off on a uh, video game bar thing, I can mention Eric. I can mention the high guy did this weekend. Yeah, go for it, real quick. Okay, guys. So I uh, mentioned earlier um, this Saturday I hiked uh, Jay Peak in Vermont. So it is. Uh, oh, what's the best way to describe Jay? It's up in North Troy. It's on the Canadian border with Vermont. So you really went up north. Yeah. Well. I've, Hiked Burke last year, and I figured, well, I might as well hike, hike Jay, get up there. Um, the, the trail I did was um, the long, it's called Long Trail North, and it's about 1.7 miles to the summit. And you park off of Route 100 between, um, you go past JP like about a quarter mile or half a mile, park off into the side of Route 100 going into Montgomery, Montgomery Vermont. And uh, yeah, across the streets, so you gotta be a little careful with cars. 
But uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. It took me only like an hour to get to the top, mile like a mile and a half. Uh, was, the summit wasn't was closed, so it was like a little like room we all huddled in together to stay oh, warm. Sucks. So you yeah. didn't even get to see the view from the top. On the way down, I did because when when I first went up there, we had cloud cover. Mm-hmm. But half an hour later, going down, uh, the clouds opened up, so I could see you know into into Montgomery, into Newport, okay. Vermont. On a clear day at J, you can see all the way to Lake Champlain. Nice. Yeah, I got some. I got some foliage photos. Um, funny thing I liked. I liked though, or cool thing I talked about with with some of the hikers. They're actually from Canada, like out of, based out of Montreal. So it was cool. We were like, you know, trying to. One of the guys was trying to learn English in school, so I was tell, helping him with some English words, and I was trying That's my cool. French out. And I am very bad at French. I have, it's been a while since so I, I did, like speak French. But um, you would have liked the, the the father, the older guy. He was about more, but older than your father. Mm-hmm. He told me last year, him and his uh, girlfriend it took him three days, but they biked all the way around Lake Champlain. Started up in Canada, biked down to Vermont. Oh, that's awesome! Went over to New York State. Yeah, that's gonna have to be an adventure geek challenge. Yep. Pretty sure he said it was like two hundred and fifty miles, not kilometers. Like that. That biking, that, yeah, biking's fun, but it can be tough. Well, you did 50 miles in how how long? About three or four hours. We could do that in a day and a half. Yeah, we could, if yeah. we did it at that pace. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so that was J-Peak? That was J-Peak, yeah. Uh, Skiing's pretty popular up in that mountain, right? It's a very popular ski mountain. It's, you got Canadian-American traffic. Um, you, got a, you got the gun. The trambles will take you up to the summit. It's about... Um, a little more than 2,000 vertical feet, but you don't get there in one chair. You gotta take the, a few up. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to mention this a little bit. The J-Peak and the whole Newport area deserve a little more, um, you know, recognition. Um, fi- the funny thing I was going to tell you earlier about the ownership of J-Peak. So right now, J-Peak is under um, uh, federal supervision. Because a few years ago, the owners, by man by the name of Ari... Queros, who had owned J Peak and Burke, so they called it Q Burke. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. A little, he he did. He um, he was a bad boy, basically. Basically, what I'll say. So, they did something called EB five. I think it's like financial planning, which is for like foreign investors. If you invest a certain amount of money into a, like a, a project, American project, or mm-hmm. a, you know, anything or a company, um, they can help you with green card status, right? Immigration. So you had foreign investors put in like more than two hundred million dollars into the um, J Peak and Burke into the whole area. They're gonna revitalize J Peak. They're gonna revitalize Burke Mountain, and then we're gonna revitalize downtown Newport, which is the nearby uh, Vermont city. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know Newport needs like some some work down there downtown. Yeah, it's for, it's it's a nice town, but it does need work. Yeah, it's very run down. Um, yeah, so. And the roads don't make sense because all the roads are um, one way. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's, they could they could use some money. It looks from the state. So, very funny thing. Well, not funny, haha, funny, but uh, <laughs> the morbid haha. Morbid haha. The investors were looking. Where's our money going to? Like, what, what's going on? Like, we haven't seen any improvements in the in the um, the resort. Uh, turns out, Ari and a few of his uh, buddies had. 
siphoned off most of that money into their private accounts. Ari himself did like fifty million dollars. Stole. He was putting into stuff like his, uh, like his, his condo down in Florida, putting his uh, grandchildren oh, into private schools. <laughs> so the uh, corruption at its finest. Yep. So the uh, oh, the securities commission and the economic commission came in, and they actually uh, he went to jail. Well, you know, millionaire jail, and the government took over the investment of JP. So they're still. In receivership with the feds, they're looking to. I think they're looking for somebody to buy the, buy it. Haven't had any luck so far, but they got some prospects. Hopefully, yeah. I don't. Know, I think. And it's a nice mountain too. I I've always loved to go in there. I love I love Berg. It, it deserves better leadership, better ownership. We can discuss this in another nature episode, mm-hmm. but we should talk about like whether mountains should be privately owned or government owned oh man i could spin that so many ways yeah but we'll we'll talk about that another time yeah. um I, i'm up on soapbox everyone yeah. so so just kind of diverting back to mm-hmm. the uh mount tom mm-hmm. in in hadley the video game bar is called quarters nice the quarters mm-hmm. um with the game of the geek theme drinks and everything mm-hmm. They, as far as food goes, it's kind of just, uh, like, snacks, so you can so, get, so, like, yep. you can get burgers, but it's more, like, wings and, and smaller, like, bar food. Mm-hmm. I like bar food, though. And then the other one, I want to divert back to New Haven, because it is a video game bar. Mm-hmm. It's called Barcade in downtown mm-hmm. New Haven, where it's the same concept where old school quarter machines for video games... And you can get... This one is just drinks, but... You can buy, like, video game-themed drinks and play quarter video games. Old-school ones that used to be in arcades. (laughs) Um, So those are the two, like, two video game bars that came to my mind, so... That's cool, dude. Oh, um, just... Sorry, I gotta correct. Uh, When I said J-Peak was 2,000 feet, I meant vertical feet. The... Total elevation is like almost 4,000 feet, so everyone thought it was too small. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to get you up there. It's a nice place. Yeah, and we'll have to get you to the Adirondacks. Yes, yeah, it's on my list. There is another brewery that I have, but I don't remember what mountain we hiked. It was me and Kyle. We went to a place called Bright Ideas Brewing mm-hmm. in North Adams, Mass. It's a small... It's like... The size of what a sweet frog would be. Huh. Um, couple of good IPA beers. I did this like four year, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Couple good IPAs, couple good lagers. I didn't. I don't remember there being there being any stouts. And then you can get the um, those like eight like sec like the thirty second pizzas because they have the eight hundred degree oven so it's like the little oh, small pizzas that you can get. Damn. All right. Um. But I forgot what it might have been. We did the what was it called? The Blanchard Blanchard State Park in Mass. The State Forest, rather. That sounds familiar. Granville State Blanchard State Forest. I think mm-hmm. it was called. And I did it with Kyle and Axel, and we ended up getting... It was a shit show. It's not really a mountain. It's just a few hiking trails that have, like... You can hike to this creepy, like, cabin in the woods where there's a little pond. 
that you can walk on. And we went towards this shed, and there were, like, I'm assuming they were BB holes, Mm -hmm. but it looked like bullet holes, and then a bunch of empty beer cans. I'm like, huh, this is where we're going to die, because we're going to get, like, ambushed by a bunch of rednecks, and that'll be the end of us. Or Freddy's going to, or Jason's going to come out and slaughter us in the woods. You got a purty mouth. It gave off City that boy. vibe because that cabin was just, like, in such a disarray. If you hear stuff like, on, on, ch, 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 yeah, we run. We're on, yeah. And then, um, going on with that same hike, there was snow on the ground. We had to bushwhack because the trail markers weren't clear. <laughs> in other words, unless you're an advanced hiker, I don't recommend you do Or an advanced navigator, I don't recommend you doing this state forest. Hey, you suck at navigation. <laughs> well, I was with Kyle and a- Axel, and they seem to always know where they're going, so... Except this time. <laughs> I'm going to say that it was actually just poorly marked trails. Because then we <laughs> wandered off, and in the middle of the woods, there was like a Connecticut like my uh obelisk yep so like a like a pillar in the ground that's a connecticut i was like connecticut 17 something something huh and i was like okay i thought we were in massachusetts and i don't think we were that close to connecticut toto we're not in kansas anymore so there was that and just bushwalking and scary murder cabin in the woods all right the only thing i got out of this story was if we go hiking into like the woods you don't have a map yeah. I'm not giving you the map of the compass. True. But uh, Bread Ideas was good. The Blanchard, whatever, state forest was scary, but, <laughs> I mean, hiking is hiking, so. Um, yeah. That, that's my last one that I can think of at the moment. That's a good one, man. So. Memorable. I, I've been to a lot of breweries on their own and not associated with a hike, but I, it's... I like it a lot better when there's a hike associated to it because you've worked for your beer and you've enjoyed the outside with the beard and then beer. And then you get to enjoy the culture of the area through the yeah. brewery afterwards, which the is cool. Local stuff. Because, like, what we kind of didn't talk about at all was I've had some encounters in breweries of, like, really fascinating people that have mm-hmm. done all these crazy hikes and how they've gotten to where they are at and everything. <laughs> so it's a really good communal thing that you can meet like hikers at or or just people from the area that'll tell you just some interesting tidbits. Mm-hmm. Like um I was up in I get murdered. Well, not yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh like I was in um a brewer this is going into the West Coast. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I, just, I said I wasn't going to, but I'm going to. We had just done Mount Storm King in Olympic National Park, and then we went to... I don't remember the brewery name, but we went to a brewery or restaurant, and we were sitting there, and I think it was like a ranger had walked in to get a beer or something. Yep. And he was telling us the legend of Mount Storm King and how it was named and everything. And I'm pretty sure I discussed this in our first episode, but it was basically the 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 god would, was mad at the Native American tribes for not getting along because they were fighting over the two the the pond. Yeah, I remember, I remember, so he I threw a boulder down to split the ponds and everything. Huh. But we learned that at a, a brewery from one of the rangers, so I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'll be damned. So it's it's you never know what you're gonna learn just by sitting at a brewery. 
He wasn't in uniform, was he, when he was getting his beer? No. No, oh, he, okay, he told us he was, so... Okay, good. If he did, I have a problem yeah, that'd with that. Be, yeah. It's kind of like interest. That is our Views and Brews, our yeah. reboot podcast. Uh, do you want to... We are always going to end with our quote, and Ian has another one for us today. Yes, I do. Uh, by Jean-Jacques Rousseau, the famous French... Uh... That didn't sound good. Well, it was a clink to his name. Yes, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, the famous um, French 17th century... Uh, no, 18th century French philosopher. I'm sorry. And here it here goes. Oh, you didn't have it loaded already. I had it loaded. I think... You know what? I blame you. I blame you, You should have written it down. It was in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, and if you guys couldn't tell, we are not very scripted. We're, we're trying. We're trying we, to get better at well, that. Well, I mean, I kind of like the unscripted part, but as long as we have notes for yeah. our research, it's fine. I, right. I like the free freelance. All right, all right, all right. I got my train of thought. You all right, go all ahead. Right. From Jean-Jacques Rousseau, famous uh, philosopher, uh, the world of reality has its limits. The world of imagination is boundless. Boom. Boom. Mind blown. I like this one, too. Nature never deceives us. It is we who deceive ourselves. I mean, nature can deceive mm-hmm. us through hurricanes and stuff, though. So It can. And, uh, all right, just just, just, <laughs> just one more, because I... I, I, you're, I on, you're on a roll. Go I, for I'm it. I'm on a roll, because this, this one really gets to me. People who know little are usually great talkers, while men who know much say little. I love that quote. Yeah. And I, I fully believe in that quote. I know plenty of people who know very little and just keep talking and talking. Yeah, you you nodding to me. I'm not nodding to, <laughs> not nodding to you. No, not in this room. No, of course not. I never do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to our reboot. Um, hopefully, I'm praying that we have Ray back next yeah. week. Um, he's kind of been MIA. I know the Sober October has been getting to him a little bit, yeah, so bear with him, guys. I know his work's going to ramp up. So Yeah, and his, his, it's getting to the season where his job gets pretty hectic. So you're at least going to get me and Ian. Yep. So if that's not good enough, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, thank, thank you again, guys. Thanks, guys. We are going to uh, obviously keep following us on our social, social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And we will see you guys next week. Bye for now.